So I'm with uh, State Senator Thomas Umberg, and I'm with uh, Linda, can you say your full name? Linda Kamushian. And you're with CalBike? Yeah, I'm with the California Bicycle Coalition and CalBike. It sounds like a great bill was just passed, turned into law. It's yours, right, Senator Umberg? <laughs> it's all mine. All mine. Uh, yes, it is. This, this is our bill. Um, and when you say it's mine, it, it actually is an effort from folks all over the state of California to add another option in, in terms of uh, a mode of transportation that's more environmentally friendly. Uh, it's better for human beings to exercise as they're going from one place to another. And uh, it's also economic. It also has, has economic features to it. Well, can you explain the bill, the law now? Sure. Sure. What, what it is is that California has uh, a system here where you have a car that is emitting pollution beyond what current standards are. You can turn that car in, and in exchange for turning the car in, you get a voucher for mobility options. You know, so, for example, you, you can use certain uh, uh, car services, or you can use that voucher to buy a, a vehicle that emits far fewer emissions. What the law prior to the bill being signed didn't provide is an e-bike option. And e-bikes are bicycles that have a little extra bump um, provided to them so you can ride them uh, to places like San Francisco with, with steep hills. And so what this bill does is it, it says that if you turn in your car that's uh, emitting more than we want it to be emitting in terms of pollution, you can get a voucher for an e-bike, like, um, like a jump bike, or you can buy an e-bike with it. And so um, we're, we're really enthusiastic about both the bill and about providing this option to Californians. Linda from and CalBike. Linda, and, 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 and we're grateful for Linda and her crew's help on this as well. What was your, what was your input there for, from CalBike? So this is so Calbike has been working to make uh, electric bikes, e-bikes accessible in California for uh, at least the last four years. We first uh, made it available where uh, people can ride e-bikes, so e-bikes going up to 20 miles an hour in bike lanes. Actually, prior to that, it was not an eligible vehicle. Uh, that in the code that allowed for e-bikes to, the pedal assist bikes to be able to, to be moving through uh, bike lanes. So that was a, a couple of years ago. Then what we're really trying to focus on is making the actual technology uh, accessible. And we are looking at programs across um, the state and we're looking at what the state offers as incentives. And we know that California offers incentives for clean vehicles like hybrids and um, EVs, for example, but uh, e-bikes have really been left out of that picture. So we were looking at this program, the Clean Cars for All program, and, and wanting to do something where we make sure that uh, it's creating mobility options for everybody so people have um, the choice to pick what they would want to replace their car with. So this was a, uh, something we had to do through the legislature, uh, and we were really grateful to the senator and his staff for taking this on, taking this effort on. Um, and so, you know, just from embracing the idea and, and being enthusiastic and taking the leadership to uh, pushing it forward through the whole process this year. Uh, so 
that's sort of how we've been engaged and, and looking forward to seeing how this can be implemented. Well, it's it seems like a, a no-brainer, right? That, <laughs> yeah, for, certainly from our perspective as well. Uh, and uh, one of the benefits of going through the legislative process, even though, you know, it, we feel like it could have happened in a different way and not have to go through all the, the, the strains, one of the efforts, one of the benefits I feel is like, it allows for um, senators to and, and decision makers to really understand the issue, and it allows for uh, presenting uh, research. It allows for having the discussion and, and for people to really understand the importance of it. And so this, I feel like, is a really great step. Uh, and the passage of this and the, and the fact that the governor signed, it really demonstrates that there's, uh, there's an appetite for this. And so we're really eager to see how to make it accessible to everyone. So these programs are for um, low-income households, and so it's, it's also an equity uh, perspective, and so we're really excited about starting from here. So you can, so what, I mean, yeah. the practical effect is that you, you, if you've got a high-polluting vehicle, you can turn it in, and you'll get a voucher that will um, pay for an e-bike. Right. And do people know about this? Are people using the program to trade in their high-polluting vehicles? Well, I'm using the program for, you know, for zero emission vehicles and for other transportation vouchers, but but uh, it's just going into effect for um, e-bikes. Yeah, wow. that's right. So the, the programs have been in place. So actually, it was uh, pilot projects in the South Coast Air Quality Management District and in the San Joaquin uh, Air District. And the, the program expanded to the Bay Area and Sacramento, and San Diego is actually eligible also. These are the air districts. It's for areas, I think, with, with populations over a certain threshold. Uh, and, uh, and so they've been so in Los place Angeles. for the cars. Yes, so Los Angeles. Yes, so Los South Angeles. Coast, yeah, South Coast is, um, I believe it's five counties, the air quality district. It's uh, L.A. Um, and, and uh, San Bernardino, Riverside, Orange County. Maybe four, four districts. Um, and Santa, Santa Ana? Santa Ana would is be it, part of Orange County. Is in Orange County, County. Yeah. yes. Yes, that's right. right. That's, your, that's your district, Senator Umber. That, that's, that's exactly right. I just want right. to say that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's exactly um, right. So what was, the, what was it like to pass this bill, I mean, compared to other bills? Was it, was it, people, was it easy, or did, did people <laughs> see the... Well, I, I think, you know, um, the, the Bicycle Coalition... Linda and her team did help um, ease the passage. There's always concerns. Uh, it wasn't passed unanimously. There are concerns. There were concerns expressed by some about um, the government providing these kinds of vouchers. It's my view that, given the benefit, both the environmental benefit as well as the economic benefit um, and the physical benefit to the individual riders, that this, this was, as you described earlier, a no-brainer. But, but. Uh, everyone did not consider it as such, and so we were grateful to have the coalition um, advocating uh, on behalf of the bill. Ultimately, we you know we didn't get all the votes, but we got the necessary votes to get it to the governor. And I'm very grateful to the governor for signing it. I think uh, this is uh, uh, it's forward-looking and demonstrates his vision with respect to the environment as well. Mm -hmm. And so, did the did uh, Calbike approach you, uh, Senator Umberg, or how did that work? No, I I I, I don't know um, how it, how it all came to be. 
Um, I do know that when presented with the idea, I thought it was a great idea. I'm sorry, Linda, go ahead. No, that's okay. No, yeah, actually we were talking with your staff back in December um, when you were first setting up your office. And so uh, Ari was, uh, you know, he meant right away in the first conversation, you didn't even have furniture in your office. Um, and he mentioned, uh, and he was so gracious, you know, grace, gracious in his time, just as he was setting things up, and we were, um, we brought forward some ideas, and he had said right away, he's like, yeah, the senator is really interested in transportation issues, he was going to, you know, you were going to be on the committee, and uh, uh, he was, he right away picked up on, maybe there's something there. So after a series of conversations, uh, it came down to that you had accepted to, to move forward with the bill, you were enthusiastic, uh, and so that's sort of where it launched. Um, we we kind of came up with the proposal last year internally at CalBike because we were trying to actually do this through the through the agency through the Air Resources Board, but they told us it had to change through law, so they couldn't uh, through the through the policy process. And and I'm I'm newly elected, so that that's right. so typically legislators would have furniture, but being newly elected, <laughs> apparently I didn't even have furniture at that point. But Linda's right. This is an area of interest and passion. And so um, my or our alleged director uh, identified it early on. And I was pleased to be able to, to sponsor and carry the bill. Do you ride a bike? I, <laughs> I do. Uh, I do. Um, although I, during the course of this uh, legislation, I became familiar with e-bikes. And now I'm a e-bike enthusiast as well. Mm-hmm. Did you get one? I did not buy one, no. Um, but um, but they're pretty great, I understand. Yeah, they are pretty great. Sure, and it, and it, and it has benefits that I'm reading about here in your press release. 15% increase in e-mode, e-bike mode share results in an 11% decrease in CO2 emissions. That sounds pretty impressive and interesting. And then another one says that 50% of trips by electric bike would have been car trips if the rider had not had access to a pedal assist bike. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. And if you live, you know, for example, if you live within four miles of your workplace, um, this is a perfect alternative. Even longer. But I mean, it, it, you, you'll get there more quickly on an e-bike than you would by automobile if you live within four miles of your workplace. And the research is actually, there's a growing body of research around e-bikes, primarily coming from Europe because e-bikes have been uh, sort of a growing and and I think even at this point a dominant um, mode or dominant uh, technology when it comes to bicycles and bicycle ridership. But the research in the U.S. for the U.S. market uh, is growing and that the 50% that you mentioned is from a survey of those who either have access or have their own um, e-bike, and they mentioned that their trips would have been car trips if they hadn't had access to e-bikes. So, uh, you know, we can determine from that that it is really replacing, uh, you know, trips that you would be taking otherwise uh, by a vehicle. Uh, And the other thing from that research was that um, average trips were nine miles. So that's, you know, definitely commuter. Yeah, commuter distance. Um, so it's it's a really great replacement and, and also places, of course, where there's hills um, and so it really helps us to make the, the ease of the ride um, uh, uh, sort of an easier trip to, to 
can make without, you know, getting to work sweaty or, uh, um, you know, having to necessarily have showers or a change of clothes at the end of your trip. Um, and so it's really a good replacement for the types of trips that we're trying to see people cars out of. And, and if you're a little older, if you're a little older, like some of us, um, you can ride an e-bike um, well beyond the time you might be able to ride a, a regular little pedal bicycle. Absolutely. Yeah, I was going to say, gets gets more different people uh, riding. Yeah, it, it actually does have higher ridership in, and I believe in the 55 plus range. Uh, so, so you know, there's a lot of enthusiasm. Uh, around it uh, being a way for people to ride bikes uh, well beyond, as you mentioned. How much do you get for an e-bike? Can, is it enough to afford a, a new e-bike, or is it just yes. part of the... Uh, it is. Yes, you'll get... Okay. You, the, the the ceiling has not yet been established, but you, you'll be able to uh, receive a voucher for $2,500, which is well within the price range for an e-bike. So if I could buy a bad car for fifteen hundred. Could I trade it in for twenty five hundred and get you a bike with that? Do, you, you, you could do that. Yes. I, I shouldn't have said I that. Uh, that's my I, criminal I, mind. I, so there's okay. definitely an, an application process. Uh I believe you have to um have had your car uh owned a working vehicle that is fifteen years or older. Um so you do have to be the owner. Um and then there's there's certain income uh, and household requirements, depending on, you know, that calculation, uh, it'll spit out sort of what you're eligible. So, um, and then, of course, like, each air district is is getting $5 million for their entire district right now. Mm. You know, so the allocation is not high um, for the demand. So, you know, that's why there's an application process. But uh, with more options, you know, obviously, if, let's say, more people are interested in the e-bike, then that money is being spread out much more. Because when you are trading your car in for a voucher towards electric vehicle, it's not going to cover, the, you know, up to $9,500, and you may not be able to, you know, you could get a, a used ve- electric vehicle, perhaps. I, I don't actually know the prices for um, EVs and hybrids right now, but it's not going to cover the full thing. But for this, it will cover the full for a good e-bike. So you would get like 9000 if you were to buy an electric vehicle, but 2500 if you're going to get an e-bike? Is that right? Could, or no? Depending on your income and household and, and sort of some of those calculations, you could get up to 9500 for oh. a, a car. For a car? For a car. But not a... a yeah, but for the mobility options, the ceiling, as, as the senator mentioned, is not... Uh, determined right now. Okay. Um, now with the e-bikes in place, yeah. And so, with more people getting e-bikes, we're hoping, you know, with the jump bikes and electric scooters and everything, that we might end up with more bike, more protected bike lanes that are better connected and go where people need to go. Is that Absolutely. part of your thinking, Senator Umber? Y- yes, that's right. You know, demand will drive planners, um, and so the more people that are riding e-bikes. The more local authorities and 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 we in the capital will respond to them. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Well, I just I gotta say thank you very much for for both of you for what you've just done, and I hope you guys keep working together. Well, yeah. thanks. And, uh, well, I'll, I'll wait, Linda. I'll wait your next proposal. <laughs> we we will gladly come back every time. All right. 
<laughs> All right. Thank you, Senator Umberg, and thank you, Linda Carmushin, and you. Um, you. from CalBank. All right. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to this episode of Bike Talk. If you want to hear more, go to kpfk.org, navigate to programs, and choose Bike Talk. On the Bike Talk page, click on the archives link to play or download shows posted in the last four months. Go to biketalk.com and copy or click on the RSS link to subscribe. Our Twitter handle is BikeTalkPFK. On Facebook, we are Bike Talk. You can become friends and join our group.